everyone to another episode of Turn of the Millennials. I am Steffi. I am Landy. And that really weird. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. That sounded awful. Would you like to try again? I'm Steffi. No, okay. I'm Lindy. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about another movie that basically is essentially almost like exactly 20 years old this month. Just over 20 years old. February 7th. Yep. February 7th, the release date. Uh, 10 things or how to lose a guy oh. in 10 days sorry i, I knew was... that was gonna come up at some point i didn't think it was gonna be this soon soon <laughs> everyone gets confused with 10 things downstairs i was listening to cruel to be kind as well like not long before i came up here so it was oh, also on the brain definitely. as well i know it was a bad how thing to lose a guy in, in 10, 10 days, days. <laughs> featuring Kate Hudson and Before we get started, I just want to say how thankful I am that Gwyneth Paltrow was busy and couldn't do this movie <laughs> because I would hate it. It would definitely not be a been the same. Playing. I probably would never have watched it because I don't generally gravitate towards Gwyneth Paltrow movies because I can't stand the woman. Right. So yeah, I mean, no, especially, hate. whatever you do, you, I just, you are not my taste. Especially her post goop or her, like her goop phase her and everything candle? like that. Yeah, really? still, uh, all of the weird stuff. Anyways. Like, like what is wrong with you? Yes. Anyway. So. Hey, not even kind of, hey, greatest like couple um, ever on movie. But to start ourselves off, as we always do every episode, Lindy. Oh yeah, our millennial moment. Da, 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 da. right can't get away with it can't get away with it it. i'm all out of sorts um pull up my notes so i have my several millennial moments because i felt really old a lot the last couple of weeks (laughs) i have so many i have so many because like Left and right, kids at work are making me feel fucking old, and I hate it so goddamn much. I know. So that's like the, some of the girls in class. I'm just like, oh god. Oh. Like I have so many. It's ridiculous. However, I, I did what? have a. I had it like it wasn't a terrible, but it was a a, a a millennial moment, I guess, yesterday as well, because I had to go to a wedding of a friend I have basically known for tw- since what 2002, I believe. So basically, 21 years, and that in and of itself was just weird, because like. Again, how do how are we like I was a teenager and how am I like uh, in a blink of an eye, it's all in gone. the blink of an eye, 20 years went by out of nowhere. And as I was saying before this, my passport is a 10-year passport, and I'm now closer to my passport expiring because I got it at 30. And I'm about to turn 38 this year, and I'm now closer to the expiry than I was to obtaining said passport, which also makes me feel a little bit old right now. Yeah. <laughs> You but it was just have... weird to hang out with and some of the friends like I hadn't seen in like quite a few years because you know they got married had kids and stuff like that but it was so it was weird to like think of these people post like still like I still sort of see them as the like 20 year olds they are and now they're the, the crazy delinquents you used to be right and now they're the 30 year old running naked down the street at like two in the morning right now they're responsible How adult parents Oh, now we're grownups and we're in charge of other humans' lives. Like, right? So it was that, that happened. That was definitely my millennial moment this week, I guess. <laughs> oh, geez, man. Yeah, congratulations to our friend Heather and James. Yes, yes, congratulations. congratulations. Woohoo. That's beautiful. Yes. Um, 
So I don't really know where to start. Cause like, okay, so yesterday I had overtime and we were at work and I was talking to someone who is probably about 20 feet away from me and it's loud. So you have to talk loudly and I'm loud anyway. Mm -hmm. And so it's telling this guy at the end of the belt that I'm going to be 40 this year and whatever. And I'm trying to make peace with it. This kid to my right, who will be remained nameless because I'm not giving him any fucking credit whatsoever. He turns to me and goes, you know, the average Canadian life expectancy is 80. So that makes you middle-aged. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him, I go, you're no longer allowed to say words to me. <laughs> go back to buffing. Right. I know like, someone no, was someone was saying not. that, that like 40 were basically turning middle-aged and like how, but, and I've been reading these articles have been coming up on like my Google about how like millennials are doing the middle, like our mid, our midlife crises are not you know, buying sports cars and doing the, the, you know, getting divorced and stuff like that. We're buying our childhood toys that we've always wanted. Right. That's what we're doing. And we're just, yeah, we're trying to we're live our childhood because adulthood sucks. We were told a lie. We were fed lies for many years. I have one more that I think yeah. you might find interesting. This made me <laughs> I'm listening to pod meets world. Okay. They had Ethan Suckley on. I love and him. His he... podcast is good too he is they're talking and they're talking about his and he's talking about his life and what changes he's made and whatever and blah blah and then he drops a bombshell he's a grandfather i mean i can believe it but still randy from my name is earl yeah randy from my name is earl i just and he was like in Remember the Titans, American History Butterfly X. Effect. And like, it just made me Played a goth so... kid in Butterfly Effect. Yes, like... yes. And I'm just... <sighs> well, so it was so funny. I watched a video on YouTube with Leanne Rhymes and Ashley McBride. And they were singing like a Leanne Rhymes song. And I was just like, this is the weirdest concept to me. Because they're basically the same age, these two women. But Leanne Rhymes has been in this industry since she was fucking like 14. 14, and yeah. like, and then Ashley McBride's within the last like five to eight years, she's broken in. And you're just like, it's such a weird concept to think that you're the same age, but you're in such different spaces of a career. Like you've spent 20 years of your career and you're almost like retired from singing and stuff like that versus someone that's still pounding the just getting into the career. And right. It's just such age, a weird yeah. concept to think of. And same thing well, with like I mean, Ethan Suppley's like he's been in there forever. Like you just, if you think about it, like drink i lost my train of thought <laughs> but, well oh, i had I, a really good point too and i don't remember what it was well then i guess on that note we'll get into our movie anyway, today how to lose a guy in 10 days so i do this was also seeing... my introduction to katherine hahn I, it was the moment I fell in love with her. I love, love, love Catherine Hahn and all that love she does. Catherine. And the, that's another woman see? that has been like in Hollywood forever and such minor parts that you like. And then she broke out with Bad Moms, I think is when she really hit the big screen and everybody now knows who she and is. And then like in the WandaVision, she was the witch and everyone I haven't loved seen her. That yet. Agatha, everyone loved that. I haven't and watched it yet. It's on my list. I'll get around to it eventually. Of course, we won't. It, it's but yeah, she's amazing. Love Catherine Hahn. Um, mm. I remember seeing this one in theaters. I think it was either the Old King's College or I the Old Fairway. A couple of times in theaters. I'm pretty sure me and Catherine went to see it like two or three times. Right. Like I was, I was all about that when I saw a movie and I loved it. I would go see it every weekend until it was out of theaters. I, I loved. Two, 
I saw the two towers. I saw Lord of the Rings two towers. Like, is it nine times? Yeah. In theaters, nine fucking times. Yeah, I was all about the rom coms in my teen years. Like, I was, I loved going to them. And the same thing, I was like, it wouldn't be like the same movie. movie, but I would always go to the movie theater like every weekend. And they mm-hmm. were like four twenty five for a movie back then. Yeah, especially when we went on two D Tuesdays, they were like yeah. two bucks or Saturday yeah, matinees. Or Saturday matinees were cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those, that. Those, that now it's crazy. like twenty dollars a person basically to get into fucking movies. This is why I am very comfortable with the fact knowing that I will probably never set foot inside a movie theater ever again. Probably. Kevin has seen points and then we get them from like family for gift certificates. So that's why we still we get to the movies. But I do still always love to go to the drive-in once a year, but I didn't get to go last yeah, year. Yeah, I would love to do that, but our nearest drive-in is like an hour and a half away. Yeah. Drive-ins actually aren't too expensive, which is nice because you get two movies and it's like $13 per person. And I, I think they have really, family deals and stuff. I really wish we had gone to the drive-in when we had our truck. Mm-hmm. You throw an air mattress in the back seat. Oh, that would have been awesome. Best date ever. That would have been I'm excited for my Pathfinder to do one in. It was pretty big. Just open up the back hatch and then just hang out, like I said, with a nice little mattress out back there. It'd be great. Yeah, we could probably do that with the 300, not in my accent. Yeah. Oh, no, like, not in the accent. My, my accent it, trunk is like the size of like a tiny, t- like a toy chest. Yeah. Small toy chest. <laughs> um. So. Uh, again, back to our, our movie. Oh, we get off track again. This always. is going to be a long episode, y'all. So the, I was, I found uh, Vanity Fair's uh, oral history of this movie. So it was also like doing, oh, it's the 20th years. They're looking back on it. So they did say that the original concept was this is based off of like one of those coffee table type books or whatever about like these novelty stick figures of like what not to do and how to lose a girl, a guy or 10 days or whatever. Don't wear mandals. Which I thought that was a little funny. Yeah, yeah that's really good advice, guys. Right? Don't Mandals are a little them. weird. Don't wear them. I mean, flip flops are okay. Even, but, you know. especially with socks. Just don't. No, bad, bad idea. Bad idea. Um, it raked in twenty three million, twenty three point seven million on its first weekend, and its final gross was one hundred and five million in the U.S. and seventy one million internationally. Um, they were kind of saying that it was like a thrilling rom-com with feminist subtext that leans into its absurdity and cleverly plays with the trope of the crazy clingy girlfriend, which I think that kind of is true. Like it is, they do kind of are like, yeah, guys always think we're crazy, but we're not really crazy. So I'm going to do something to, you know, I'm going to how to lose a guy in all of the crazy ways that they think that we are crazy. Yeah, like it's a it's a fun concept I mean, to think about. That being said, that girls like this don't exist because they do. Yes, that's why I think Kate Hudson did a brilliant job portraying Andy Anderson. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved her in this. I love Kate Hudson. I did. I loved Kate Hudson because I, I wasn't. I loved her back then, yeah, I didn't like. Like I wasn't. Didn't hate Almost Famous, but I wasn't like so. Like everyone was like almost, almost Famous, Almost Famous. Um, so I was like, I was like kind of on the fence still with Kate Hudson, but this one was like, oh my God, I love her. She's so cute in this. She's so like, she's just amazing. Like I pick and choose her movies wisely because there, I have seen some that I, like you, me and Dupree, I turned off after 20 fucking minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. But um, yeah, like I just, I love, and I love, I love the Ma- uh, Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson because they were great in Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold. Like, but they were great in that too. Like their chem- they're on screen, on screen chemistry is brilliant. Just brilliant. As we'll get into it. 
Yes. And then can we also also talk about like Adam Goldberg and Matthew McConaughey's like good friendship because they've done a quick and confused where it starts from and then they've done a couple other movies. They did Ed TV together, this one, like there's just bit yeah. I think this was their third one that they did together. Yeah. And it's like clearly you can tell oh so funny now. So funny. He's great. He's He's hilarious. So, so um yeah we guess we start off with uh andy anderson works for composure a or aka basically cosmo yep everything um, about it and uh so basically their friend gets broken up with a, a guy after a week together and so at work her boss wants her to basically write an article about it uh so they reverse it to being how to lose a guy in 10 days instead of her writing it about the girl writing it about herself and then ben at his advertising agency has a bet that he doesn't know what love is to try and get the diamond account. So he has to find a girl to fall in love with them in the same 10 days, which is kind of funny that they both had 10 days. Shocking. Right? Like at least Andy's I'm made sense. It worked out that way. <laughs> right? Andy's made sense. Cause she said it's like 13 to press or whatever. So she's like, we can only do it in 10 days. Makes sense. Well, no, it's just so coincidental that their 10 days is up. Uh, when the press, when the, the Delauer and the Delauer party lineup. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like just coincidence. How work out in movies, isn't it? So the premise is basically he's trying to make her fall in love with him, and she's trying to push him away with all these clingy things. One of them is lying, so is the other. That's what it says on the DVD cover. <laughs> what does the synopsis say on the back? Oh, um, Oscar nominee Kate Hudson, almost famous, and Matthew McConaughey, failure to launch. Like that's the movie they choose to put on the back of this. <laughs> right. All his movies, failure to launch, really. Okay. Uh, give the battle of the sexes an outrageously unexpected twist in the runaway comedy hit the Daily News applauds as hilarious as the how-to columnist for Trendy Composure magazine, Andy Anderson, played by Hudson, agrees to write a first-hand account about what it takes to drive a man out of her life in exactly 10 days. At the same time, eligible ad agency bachelor Benjamin Barry, notice the double letters, guys. Mm-hmm. A-A-B-B. Mm-hmm. Betty boo 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 accepts a high stakes bet that he can lure any woman into falling head over heels in love with him. Also in 10 days. Again, shocking how that works, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the resulting romantic head on collision ignites a series of deliriously com- comic deceptions that prove when it comes to true love, your heart cannot tell a lie. When the director of Congeniality, it's the year's most widely entertaining rom- romantic romp in the comedy smash David Sheehan of CBS TV hails as the ultimate chicklet, chick flick for guys. Which is funny because Aaron just told me he's never seen it. Huh. Huh. I'm like, I think you would like it. He's like, I probably would, but I'll probably never watch it. I'm just like, well, then I'm going to put it on one time then. (laughs) Well, he watched, it was on like, he was home when I was watching it earlier. So he saw like the first maybe half an hour of it, but I don't know if he was paying attention to it at all. Yeah. It's a great movie. You guys should watch it. It's great. Right. So as we went through um, the IMDb trivia stuff, one thing, and we watched it, both watched it again this morning. So we're nice and yeah. fresh with the movie. Um, yeah. I we, have like four pages of notes, guys. Right. It did say that like a lot of this movie on Kate Hudson's part was very much improvised. Which and you kind of shows so after watching better. it. Right. It makes it makes it more real right like she was just kind of like going with the flow and like just what, improvising was... what she felt yeah and I feel like that's just because like I did um, in a lot of my notes mentions a lot of like her facial reactions and she's like, like she's just her her ability to change it up so quickly yeah like that is 
I don't know, genius. I call her genius and brilliant a lot in this movie because I think she is. Yeah, she's so good in this I love movie. Um, yeah, I find it funny that Catherine Hahn was upset about this guy after a week. Like, it was a week. It was a week. But we, we all not- have that one friend that falls so hard, so mm-hmm. fast, like a Ted Mosby. Like, it just, like... The- you you always have that one friend saying okay don't rush into this one okay don't rush into this remember what happened last time it's the same conversation you have over and over and over and over i can't pinpoint a friend like that, that i can't had, either <laughs> but there are a lot of women out there like this yeah i have true. known them just they weren't te- they were more like acquaintances yeah or like third-party stories like a friend of a friend of mine or something like that yeah. but like these women do exist they do and it, like it comes off creepy and obsessive and blah blah but it's just like I think they just love love like it's they just want to manifest their own destiny and they can come off really really strong and it comes out as like huge red flags right and sometimes those red flags are valid because sometimes they just cray cray and as soon as you see them crazy eyes that's when you know yeah just say it's the crazy eyes but I loved Andy's representation or um Kate Hudson's representation representation of Andy's um her personality like the kind of person she is she wants to write serious stuff that matters to her Mm -hmm. she's beautiful and talented she loves sports she's almost like the guy's dream girl yeah she's the all-around girl no no if that is a patriarchal this is what guys want type of character or influence in the movie or if it was like a girl's vision of the girl who has it all yeah type vision of character or i could see that like like you said in your text earlier stop over analyzing it because then you (laughs) just like i've already gotten like i've only like five minutes in and i've got four pages and i was like i've done the whole movie on two first nick's game i was at least 10 15 minutes in i know it was just funny (laughs) i do love weather in the office and there's the the girl who keeps trying to pitch things she's like but surprisingly upbeat upbeat I literally, Karen and Aiden were looking at me so weird because every time she goes upbeat, so upbeat with her, and they're just upbeat? like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm just like, "It's and the funny part of the movie." It's hilarious. I love it, and I love when the two of them look at each other. She goes upbeat, and she's like, oh, <laughs> "Like surprisingly can just, upbeat." Can I just please make a comment about their friendship though? Like when they notice, yes, missing, they both are just like, "Oh, it's my turn. I'll go get her. You go get the coffee." Like, Here's some samples. Plan. Take samples. Like, happened before right? and it's sad that it's happened before but it does. they're still good friends that are still there for their friend and, and cheer her up and pick her up and make sure she doesn't lose her job and right. brings her a cashmere sweater yeah. to make her feel good she's like so supportive and she's patient and like she's not rushing her and they get her out and blah blah, blah. And they're just they're such great girlfriends right they're just great. they're just great girlfriends i, I, I want to say like too. let's keep supporting each other like that ladies right i also made that note too. I I was like, they were just so supportive in the scene where they show judy spears for the first time and she's buying that composure magazine they show shots show shots of the city and ben barry benjamin barry trying to get through the traffic and stuff yeah movies based in new york don't make me want to go to new york they completely turned me off why would i want to go to new york it looks awfully busy smelly gross hot in the summertime well, everyone just, knows New York is filled with traffic. It's like no different than Toronto. Everyone's no, I know. aware of that. But 
but I have no desire to go to New York. Do I want to go to New York? Yes, but not like really, because I don't want to do that. I'd love to go see Times Square and go see something on Broadway and like do all like the touristy New York stuff. But is it worth like the traffic There's, and the smell and the people? They have the, the smell's not that bad. I kind of want to go meet the people because like I've heard they're super interesting and friendly. Yeah, there's no problem with like the smell, and there's a subway that you can take that makes traffic. I know, but like- I'm a. I would rather smell horse shit or cow shit than asphalt and construction. So, I hate the smell of the city. Stop being so country bougie, God. Considering I hate country music, like I guess that's country bougie, isn't it? You're just being. It's just country bougie because you're being like pre- prejudiced against the city folk. <laughs> Anyways, Not so. City. <laughs> Sorry, the city. Yes, not city folk. The, the city, city itself. itself. The city itself. Um, it's it, it is a certain type of person. If you've watched How I Met Your Father, like it is a certain type of person that the second season with uh, what's her face. I haven't watched it yet, so don't spoil it. There's just one episode with the girl from the middle in it. Uh, she plays one of the, she plays that the daughter from I've that never show. Seen the never seen it. Anyway, I'm saying she's like she plays the daughter from that show, and she's in this one episode, and she talks about moving to like Jersey or something, and the girls are just like, ah, uh, well, like, yeah, but I own like, a fucking home. It doesn't matter that I'm not in the city. I own my fucking home. I'm levered, yeah. and they're just like, but they want the New York life party st- lifestyle. So it's. It's just a personal, I guess, choice same, and a personal lifestyle, I guess, that people want to live. It's the storyline with How I Met Your Mother when Ted was supposed to move to Jersey with Stella. Even well, no, though I'm just nothing more than he hates Jersey. Exactly. There's it's just a certain lifestyle of people and mentality of, yeah, you know. So it's a rivalry, and also like New York living is an acquired taste. It's not for everybody. I mean, if you live in it, a city, you're going to get used to me. it. Mm-mm. well that's like yeah that's you what get I'm used to yeah you would but i would probably hate it every second of well it. that's what i'm saying it's a kind of a personal lifestyle choice of personality yeah. just based on where they are in their life or what they want to do a lot of people wouldn't be able to stand living in the country and i totally understand that and i get it i like my solitude i like my quiet see here's i like quiet but there's a difference being too fucking far away the first like year at the cottage well, no, you're fine. But like the first, this is about to say, like the first year I was at the cottage, it took me fucking forever to be like, what do I fucking do here? What do I fucking do when there's nowhere to go when I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere? You suntan, you smoke a spliff. You there's only so much of that you can fucking do on a long oh. weekend. No. And then eventually I found like all a day, every day, no all no. day, every day. No, there's only so much of it you can do before you're like, I need to fucking do something. I need to go somewhere. I need to like, yeah. So then I got into paddleboarding and stuff like that, which was fine. But it took me like a solid like summer year of like going there in the summer that I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. Like I don't. So, uh, uh, so. it's more secluded than my cottage was. Like way more. I don't know where your cottage, the cottage is. I don't know which one you're talking about. Kevin's cottage up at fucking in the middle of fucking nowhere Havelock. Literally going down like a nine minute country, one lane fucking dirt road to get to this thing. Wow, that is the middle of nowhere. It is the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> no strip within 10 minute walking distance, huh? No, at least that I can handle. <laughs> Even Kate, anyway. she's like at Sobble. She's like a 20 minute walk from the strip. I can still handle yeah. that. No, I can. I would have to take a four wheeler to the closest convenience store. 
Yeah. Or, or you could drive to Whirling it, but like, fun. you know, anyways, so yeah. on that note, New York. um, New York. So my, yeah. another funny part, when they go out to find a guy that night and she's like, oh, why are we here? And she's like, it's the Apre work watering hole for the upwardly mobile. <laughs> she's like, oh, I love that description. It was so funny. And then the, the shaming that like, when they point out the girls of like, oh, the leopard print, she's like, she's on the prowl and Babylonian five girl or whatever. It's like, come on, don't, don't be shaming them girls. But I know. yeah, I had that note too. I do have to say, it's funny that when you kind of first get introduced to the Judy's, um, yes, they're supposed to come off as like villainous and stuff I've, and, until the end, don't get me wrong. The end, they're awful in the end, but they're just to me now in hindsight, after having not watching it, having not watched it for so long, um, they're just brilliant business women, right? When you think about it, they they're opportunistic. They position themselves in the right. Like if you saw um, Spears, she's the one that points out Andy. Yeah, because she sees her first. She recognizes her. She takes that opportunity to be like, oh, she's got to lose him in ten days. I could totally get this ad this way. Yeah, right. Like she's covering because her, if it was a man, no one would think twice about how devious it is to do this. Yeah. But because she's but a there's woman, also something to be said about oh, she's a sneaky bitch, just like all women. Right. Like, there's this trope for every gender for whatever it is, right? It's like you can't fucking win. You can't win yeah. with the people. But at the end, like I said, at the end, they're devious little bitches. Like they are, that was so yeah. foul play. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and then I also love her friend, like twice. She's like, drama, drama, drama. <laughs> I love her. And she's she like double fist one liners. I know. She's great. I love that. Like, that's the very like, holy crap. <laughs> you just, she's right? just there. Like, yeah. It's really funny. Um, but the dinner at the thingy, whatever, like before that, when you get introduced to um, Ben, like at the office kind of Ben. Yep. And he's at the end of that scene, he says something about it, like it being his tip. Like, yeah, if it was his tip, he should have first dibs. Absolutely. He should have first go at presenting his idea. Yep. And then if the boss doesn't like it, then he moves on. And he can give it to the Judy's. But I do understand exactly. if you are the best in the industry to go with your best in the industry. But as the boss, I would want what's best for my company. So I would hear them both out. Which is both an opportunity. Like, which is kind of what he does. And you wouldn't really have a movie, right? Because then there'd be no reason for the bet. So yeah. And I, I mean, it's it. kind he's of what he's doing. He's allowing Ben to go and give it a try. And then if not, he's like, fine. He's like, make this girl fall in love with you. And then you get it. If not, yeah. it goes to these girls. So, I mean, he's trying, yeah. but. Because apparently ever... he only sells uh, sports better than anything. Yeah. Sports and alcoholic beverages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the part where there she's at, where's, I forget where they are, but Michelle tells them that, oh, no, no, they're coming into the office building and they're having that conversation about, um, Mike. about Mike or yeah. whatever, like Michelle's guy that dumped her. Um, and she goes, guys, like the first time we had sex, I cried. I cried. Have you ever cried because of beautiful sex, Steph? No, I feel like if I did, it was because I was like, oh, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> <laughs> it was out of regret. Yes. 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 I've never <laughs> I wouldn't have cried. Well, I, I don't think I've cried after sex, period. But I feel like if it was, <laughs> it was probably because I regretted every moment or whatever. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I gotta say, what about no, I you? <laughs> Yeah, it seems like an awkward thing to do. I don't know, and not like a single glistening tear, like full on sobbing. And then she says that, like, 
And I get Andy asked her, like, you know, no, 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 not like a glistening tear. She's like, no, a yeah. full on. She's just like, no, I know what it is. I'm too fat. You're not fat. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I do like that they've kind of like made that sort of like in there a few times where she's like, he thinks I'm fat as like the crazy trope. And it's like, you're not like, we're well, we all know you're not fat. Like these girls are not fat. Like, and even that was a friend. So like, you're not fat. Like it's a little bit kind of like, a, cause in that like, era, I, there was a lot of like, you know, I look back on pictures of me in my twenties when I thought I was fat and I look back and I can't believe I thought I was fat. It's like the, like, the high school fat trope thing. <laughs> oh, I was. I was fat in high school. I was almost 200 pounds in high school. And on my frame, that's a lot. So yes, I was. But in my 20s, I was not. Like my 20s, I was probably between, I balanced between probably one, like 35-ish and like 145-ish. Like I balanced up and down between those 10 pounds. But, and like, in high, and I'm more than that now. I've gained a lot because, you know, I got lazy. And I, and COVID I'm twenty because and and I'm not as active because like I'm not in fucking twenties anymore. I can't yeah. fucking do it. And I just, yeah, like I, I can't believe I thought I was so fat and I just I wasn't. Like looking back on pictures, like even when I saw the pictures then, I was just like, oh my god, it looks so fat. And now looking at them now, I'm just like, God, Libby, you're a fucking moron. Like, why were you so hard on yourself? Right. You could have had more cookies. Like <laughs> you could have had plenty more cookies in your twenties. Way more brownies, like special brownies and shit. That would be delicious. Yeah. Uh, and then yes, anyway. so there's the all's fair and like she's like last question. All's fair and love and war. True or false? He's like, great question. Good answer. I'm like that's quite that's interesting. <laughs> the um, what I was gonna say now. Drink. Drink. Your meat, meat cute is adorable. Okay, so like after she points her out in the bar and they like meet up and they literally have that quick little like one exchange of like, yeah. And then they decide to leave together. I'm just like, starving, leaving now. Yeah. 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 And then like her little in the helmet. She's like, I'm not a little goofy in this helmet. Yeah. I'm like adorable. So cute. I would love it if like, I would have been like, yeah, and then the little bib on. at the I'm food place adorable. Right. So cute the lobster bibs. What do you think? Oh, it's fair and love and war, true or false? Mm. I would sometimes like to say true, but I've... I think it depends on the situation. <laughs> I agree. I really agree. Because I've, I've had be some. I'm on that and just. <laughs> neutral? Just saying neutral. I'm just going to bring up the situation tell me the problem and then I'll tell you if it's if it's true or false like being in love with like another person's husband or something like that maybe not all is fair and true love and war to like break up a family type thing or whatever but like you know you want your husband to do something and you do a little bit of like warfare to him it's fine you know again depends on the situation <laughs> kind of like the instance at the first Knicks game it's it was in love. So what did she do? She, she makes him miss the final. I, I, write, I wrote it. I wrote it down. <laughs> and um, I think it's funny that uh, it's a good way. So you ask your man or your your significant other to do something. They get kind a of get like, a drink. Yeah, they kind of hesitate to do it because, like you know, final like a minute nine left in the game, big game or whatever. 
So then what do you do? You say, oh, I'll get it myself. It's okay. And then that's like a, well, shit, I can't let her get it herself. I have to like, rescue that her. Would just, that would, yeah, that, that would just make me a bad guy. And how dare I not be so chivalrous? So it makes them go do it. It's a form of manipulation. But we will get to that. We haven't gotten to the next game yet. <laughs> Back to the office. So, oh, by the way, I wrote it down every time they said the name of the movie. <laughs> they say it four times. Anyway, so see? Got how it. to right. lose a guy in 10 days. Yep. Lana says it first in the yep. meeting at the beginning. Um, and then I'll let you know when we get to the second one. Okay. Because we haven't uh, gotten there yet. Um, but yeah, so, but, oh, Spears is right about the diamonds. Like, Ben does not understand women. No. For starters. But I think she was all, she was wrong when she stated, like, ask any woman, like, diamonds. Diamonds are like, rare, blah, 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 blah. and that's chocolate why. Is, chocolate is for lust. Diamonds is for love. Like, bitch, give me some goddamn chocolate. What am when, I going to do with diamonds? And not only that, they're like, well, diamonds are rare. And if they're not rare, then people don't want them. And it's like, uh, actually, our, that. I think she was our generation that. has fucking killed them because we don't want them because we know they're coming from blood diamonds and they're not being mined proper yeah. ways. So, and some of those, like, other ones are way cheaper to buy and like the lab filled ones but yes they are now be kind of rare but back then yes like diamonds were were commercial and beauty yeah and things like that now they're a little bit more and i still think they're ridiculously overpriced yeah but um for for a fucking rock like for a rock yeah so ones that you can make in three weeks in a chamber a pressure chamber like right when you make one, did you get a lump of coal and put it in your pressure cooker for like three weeks? No, I never did that. You should. Did it work? Maybe. I don't know. Hey, someone out there, try it and let us know what happens. But I don't know if your pressure cooker really wants to be going. But if any long. damage happens, if anything blows up, whatever, we will not be held responsible. You're doing it of your own free will. <laughs> there you go. We are not held liable. Do not cover. <sighs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, okay. So chocolate, yep, me, chocolate, yep, no, diamonds, no. Thanks. Um I mean, if you give me one, I'm not going to say no, but I'm not expecting it. If you wanted to go and buy one because you just decided you wanted to, I'm not going to say no if you hand it to me. But I'm not being like, oh, I need diamonds every Valentine's Day. I need diamonds for my birthday. Like, no, I'm not one of those. I got Pez with my diamond. Right. I got a Harry Potter Pez dispenser when Aaron imposed me. (laughs) It was to distract me. (laughs) Right. Well, he got down on one knee. <laughs> Need a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but their Mickey was adorable. Oh, when he it. when they go back to his place for that like few moments or yeah. whatever, oh, and but he their plays... chemistry when she starts calling him Sparky at dinner, mm-hmm. like their chemistry again. Their chemistry is just awesome, and I love it. Um, yeah, she yeah, goes but- through his bathroom. So would I. Oh, not only that, like when he puts on the music and he's like putting on like Nelly's hot in here, like let's grind hot it out in here. Question marks. LOL. And then he's like, he's like, no, 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 wait, it's for love. And then he puts, let's stay together. And Dump, that CD Dump. player is like the height of pure luxury at yeah. that time, y'all. That would have been like a ball and ass CD player to have in your house. It was diamonds are not a one night stand. They're a lifelong commitment. Yes. That's what it was. Diamonds are forever. Yeah. There she's on the phone with her friend. She's like, call me lady, you slut. <laughs> right? She's so good. 
And but I like now that. we wouldn't dare call each other that, or is that still a thing? Some people I'd probably like still. It. I would it depends probably still on the group and the context friends. or the person. Yeah, like I would never call you guys a slut, like sluts, but I would totally call you bitches and whores. Right. Like, just like come on, slut, we're going. Or come on, bitches, we're yeah. going to the mall. We are all in lifelong committed relationships. Like, right. <laughs> we know we're not like a slut. You know, yeah. like we're not we're not on <laughs> the road on man. the streets. You know, for my man, maybe, but <laughs> you're not sleeping with other men, and you know, round yeah. round and round all the peoples. Yeah, man. And then in that same like, don't, scene, have little, love... don't have them wide open all over town. Been listening to a lot of no diggity. <laughs> no, yeah. It was I like in that same scene where they uh, have the conversation where they like, start kissing, and he's like, she's like, no, 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 and he's like, I respect that you respect. Yes, I wrote the respect conversation. That was funny. I respect that. Well, I respect you for respecting that. I respect you for respecting that. I respect you. And I was like, <laughs> see, see, even adults at that point can understand respect of someone saying no. Like, come on. I gotta say, they they both have really great self control. Right. They're both smoking hot. I would too. Like, no self control whatsoever. I guess their jobs kind of meant them. a little bit more to them yes. than that yes, moment did. did. They had they have something to prove to their bosses right right so yeah that was pretty funny um i one of my favorite lines of the movie is when she says goodbye to him when she's on the street before she gets into the cab she's just like i'm gonna make you wish you were dead yeah <laughs> Poor like, guy. i'm gonna make you wish you were dead she gives him like yeah. the kiss too like the blow mouth. kiss yeah a little, blow, a little little wave of the finger and um okay so then after that line the next day when he calls her because of the tickets. Oh no, she leaves her purse there. Yeah, she leaves her purse at at his, his house, place. right? On purpose, obviously, right? And then, the second day to secure the phone call, you yeah. know, part of the plan. And but the reaction of Thayer and Tony, Whoa! Like, like it's a mystic object that like came from like three thousand years ago, and it's like you don't dare go in a woman's purse. Thing. It's filled like, with yeah. and then they knock it over. Yeah, he's like, whoops oopsies he finds the Knicks tickets and then he finds the Knicks tickets yeah. of course they're Knicks fans so he calls yeah. her and she's like I got an embarrassingly display of white roses today but like that was so smooth it like a hundred times more beautiful than a hundred white roses hundred white roses can't wait to see you again yeah like and she's like he smooth. found the he's tickets an he's in advertising yeah and, and then, then she's she they're yeah. like and then she's like, no, he found the tickets. Like, you left the tickets at his place? And she's like, yeah. yeah like, you're on a totally different level, girl. <laughs> oh, she's malicious. Right? Like, she's wow. Um, and then when they go to the game, I found it funny. Because I actually thought, because uh, working at the Odd recently, you know, they do a lot of kids dancing yeah. and stuff like that. It did bring up the thought, like, previously before this, then watching this episode, it brought it up again. They don't do kiss cams anywhere as much anymore. If you've noticed at sporting events. I saw that note thing. on our drive. And I'm like, okay, if that's true though, but like I've seen a lot of recent like kiss cam footage from games and shit though on TikTok and Instagram. Maybe it's a basketball thing or something, but I just feel like, I don't know. A lot of the games that I've been to or things like that, I just don't seem to. Maybe it's just an American thing. Maybe. Or specific um, arenas. Maybe. I don't know. Cause I saw your note and I'm just like, I don't think that's necessarily true yeah but i haven't been to one so i wouldn't know but american listeners let us know and if let it's us a know thing. If thing like Cause... in wherever you're living yeah because i'm 
I'm curious. I'm curious. I know. I've just, I um, felt it came to my mind like at, at work the other day and I was yeah. like, huh, how come um, that doesn't happen? We do dance cams, but not so, kiss cams. So in the scene where it comes down to the last minute, nine seconds and she wants to drink right before she asks him, I love that you, ah, sorry, I bought my desk. Um, and like she, her, you see her wheels turning and she's just like, how can I make this awful? And then cue malicious annoyance for the next 10 days. Can you get me again? Can, can you get me a drink? I'm really thirsty. Oh, and I'm then so I'm so parched. And then uh, Ben, Ben, it's not diet. I'm so thirsty. The, funny thing is, though, okay. the continuity thing, when he goes up against the first Coke, there's no straw in it. And it is almost overflowing. Then yeah. he hands it to her. There's about this much missing out of the top and it has a straw now. The fuck. Well, I mean, I can understand why this much has fallen out because he's probably running and it all fell yeah. over all out of it. But that's so annoying about the like, it's not diet. If you were that fucking thirsty, you wouldn't fucking care for one. And for two, I hate those girls that are like, is it diet? Is it diet? It's not diet. And I'm just like, oh, I would be so annoyed with her as well, Benny Boo Boo. I don't blame you, dude. I'd be annoyed with her too, right from there. But that's the point. <laughs> I know. I know. I know that's the point. And that's why I, I agree. Mean. I agree. So, yeah, I totally I agree with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just uh, so funny. And then um, where, like, I, uh, the part where, um, like, she sends him back up because she's like, it's not diet. And it hits the thing. And she's like, go next. Like, she's just like, ah. And then to the guy beside her, they're both like, yeah. And of course, like he just, just misses the last basket. And I'm like, bro, I know how you feel. Like I've missed like the final touchdown in a game and shit before. Like, I feel you. We've all been but there. We've missed the remember, final hockey puck, the final touchdown, diamond, the final goals, all of it. Diamond advertising. Right. Remember? Yeah. You're, you're not poor, Ben. You Plus have the tickets goals. y'all got. Like, come on. Anyways. So, um, then I guess the next night they do the sleepless in Seattle. Oh yeah. He's like, are we going to see you tomorrow? So then they go to a sleepless in Seattle night. I know there's stuff that happened in before that. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. My writing looks like it has written by four different people. Like, different personalities. I don't Like this sentence is like really neat and tidy. And this one is not, this one's in handwriting and this one's all spelling. I mean, printing. That's and then this one's funny. like half writing, half printing. That's too funny. Thanks for the chicken scratch, Dad. Right? Um, yeah. So when they go, anyway. the one thing I did know when they went to that sleepless in Seattle night, her striped flared pants that she was wearing, I was just like, oh, those are so like, so 2000s. Oh, they brought me back. Did yes. you notice that the more annoying she got, the more like, like wifey she looked? Wife, more yeah. suburban Stepford wife she looked? Yeah. Yes. I noticed that too, but I loved her dresses. Yes. I love that she had bags that matched her dresses. I know that. I noted that with the circle one, how it like matched it. Like it was literally the same fabric. They made the fabric. I loved it. I thought it was adorable. I think, wasn't that the one where she brought over the love fern? I think so. Yeah. Oh, so funny. We'll get to that. Um, But the, again, with, with her facial acting and her genius facial acting, where she can see her wheels turning when she was shushed. She's like, hmm, how can I make this awful? I know, let's talk louder during the movie and get this guy mad at us. And then she sucker punches him. Which like, is again, another improv scene where she's like, you can't watch a Meg Ryan movie and not be thinking about another girl. You can't watch Meg Ryan for two hours and not be thinking of other girls. That's it. Compliment or insult? I'm not sure. 
What did she mean by that? I think maybe just because sure she meant it as a compliment. Mm-hmm. But if it were, then it would be you can't watch Meg Ryan for two hours and not be thinking of her. Yeah. Or does Meg Ryan watching Meg Ryan for two hours make you want to think of other girls? I'm not you know sure. I, mean? I agree. I'm not too I'm sure with that. I'm just overanalyzing it. That's all. That's what yeah. I do. Yep. I How drink goes? coffee and I overanalyze things. Maybe that's your. Uh, I realize this there. is not coffee right now, but it's not super morning. <gasps> yes. I drink coffee and I analyze things. I, I overanalyze things. Oh, where's my pen? Writing it down. I'm trademarking that. Nobody steal it. <laughs> Where did my pen go? I'm sorry if you can hear my chair squeak. My apologies. So then. Oh, it broke. My pen, my ink came out of my, what the hell? She passed pens. Stupid right. dick. So then unfortunately, Ben gets like beaten up by this like tall guy who's like in this sappy watching he gets this like. Punch. He gets yes. one punch. But the guy is like two feet taller than him. He's got like probably a good 200 pounds on Easily. He's a huge dude. Huge dude. Like, and then there's like, I'm going to go back in there and I'm going to watch Sleepers in Seattle. <laughs> and then when he like, and she's like, oh, we should get, you should, you know, go to the hospital. He's like, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll stay right here. And then he's like nuzzling into this her is chest. Nice. Nuzzling into her boobies. She's like, yeah. He went broadless a lot in this movie. And I'm just like, good for you, Pete Hudson. Well, when you Although, don't have much to begin with, it's easier to. Because around this time, I'm saying this because around this time, I wanted to wear a lot of those cute clothes that she was wearing, like the, the tube tops and the halter tops. And, and I've been boobies. more naturally endowed than kate hudson was so i never could wear those clothes and look cute like her so that's why i'm only reason saying when you've got not much to work with in the chest area it's easier to wear those clothes than with someone who has more in the chest area you've got to find the appropriate strapless that will stay up for you long without trying to pull it every five seconds or that's not gonna like cut off your circulation and everything so you either yes. stay away from them or you you know yes so i but i agree I love the white, the white tube top dress that she has on when she goes to Staten Island. I always loved it. I thought it was so adorable and I wanted it. And of course I, I could never talk about that scene, but we're not there yet. Um, so when she goes over the next night for uh, dinner, so like Lamb. she's at, she's yeah. And like, she's at work and she's eating her burger. <laughs> and, <she's>, ah. <laughs> and he takes smaller bites. Yeah. I hate it when Lana pops up like that. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it when your boss fucking pops up you on you like that. They're always like right behind you when you say something awful. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh my God, are they right behind me? I had, I've never had experienced a moment like that in my life until about two weeks ago. I experienced that. Oh no. I said something. So, okay. Small backstory. I got in trouble at work for my attitude and swearing a lot <laughs> at a factory. Go figure. And um, I call bullshit on it, whatever. And so then this was like, that was like maybe a month and a half ago. I got in trouble for that. Maybe like just after Christmas. And, um, I was talking to my friends at work or at break. And I said, someone said something to me about a joke or whatever. And he looked up the definition of this saying or something. And he goes, yeah, it means that you're happy and go lucky and positive and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, well, can you spread that around? Because apparently some people think I'm too negative around here. Morgan is sitting across the table for me. And she goes like this. And I go really quietly to her. I go, HR is sitting right behind me, aren't they? She's like, yep. And I'm like, shit. Mm. Luckily, either they didn't hear me or they didn't care 
because they haven't said anything about it. It was your lunch hour, which is okay. It is private time. I've never had an experience of one of those, like, oh my God, they're right behind me, isn't it? I never thought those actually happened in real life, and they do. Right. They do. They do. They do. They be happening. So. Yeah. So he tries to make this beautiful (laughs) lamb for Andy. Oh, that table setting is gorgeous. Right. And so, and then. so good. And I do love when she's like, because this is what she brings over some of the stuff to his house as well. And she's like, Shania, Cheryl, Sinead, gang's all here. No Alanis. Right? No Alanis. I know. Really? No Spice Girls? Talk about a lot of girl power, just saying. Like, 2003, Spice Girls were still kind of relevant. Uh, I mean, I think Ginger had already left at that point, but... Uh, no, I whatever. Think, like, anyway, we're not talking yeah. about Spice Girls. Um. But no, that was adorable as she brought over the Loveford and I would totally put that fuzzy stuff in my bathroom, but then Aaron would probably just take it out. Right, which is exactly the same point. Yes. But like, it did it take him that long to notice? Right. It was like, it was a couple of scenes later where he noticed all like her toothbrush and the Vagisil and all the tampons and everything. But did he already note, and like the pink um, hand towel, but did he already notice the pink? toilet seat cover and the mat mm. on the floor right right like I don't he noticed the teddy bears right away obviously yeah but and so yeah. basically after this uh lamb she decided to again make her wheels turn and say that she's a vegetarian after making she doesn't say that lamb. she doesn't say that she says that she doesn't eat lamb sorry I had to listen to it because I thought she said the same thing too and I was like but she ate lobster with them on their first kind of date yeah so I listened and I, I watched and I listened carefully and it was, she, she doesn't eat lamb because she's oh, like, you okay. had a little lamb. So like, that's what she uses. As her I thought she said she lamb. don't eat meat. And then she was like, Mary. And then I, I thought she I, used that song as like an excuse. Well, I didn't have subtitles on, maybe know. I misheard her, but I was sure she said lamb. Mm. Okay. Either way. Either way. way, She made a beautiful meat and lamb is expensive. And to make him fucking throw it out. I don't need it either, but whatever. I, I would have thrown it out. I would have made it into like a stew or something later. Right. Probably did. But basically, Leftovers. and then Leftovers. they have to go to some like vegan vegetarian restaurant. That's the only reason why I said it's vegetarian because then they go to the re- vegetarian restaurant. I don't, I don't know. know. And then so she keeps Maybe going she to the just back. picked a restaurant that she knew that she was a regular at well enough to be able to go into the kitchen to watch the, uh, the, game. the game. And close so, by maybe. Because that was the point. That was the point of staying in and eating at his house because he wanted to watch the game because when they went to the game, she fucked it up for him. Yeah. So he wanted to make sure he watched it from the comfort of his own home. Yeah. So that she was like, oh, well, how can we get out of his apartment for him to miss the game? I know this restaurant. I can get eaten in their kitchen. I can eat actual food while he suffers. Ha ha ha. It was so mean to say <laughs> the whole fat line, though, to mm-hmm. him. Especially My boyfriend thinks I'm fat. Right? Like, like that's just mean. He if didn't he say anything. Say, yeah. Right. If he, like there are some of her, some of her maliciousness, I find does cross a line. Yeah. Like this, for instance, because that could have turned out really awful for him. Because I'm sorry, I will not put up with anybody, man or woman or non-binary or anyone calling anybody fat. Yeah. Don't put up with it. Not your fucking business. Well, I guess Not like even- all of the girls did like look at him and be like, oh my God, like give him snarks was, and stuff like that. That was another thing that I noticed, like right in the, the introduction scene of, ben, of ben, Benjamin Barry, where he changed his shirt in the office and the three girls were standing around getting coffee, like ogling him through the window. Yeah. 
like it was nice to see that instead of men ogling women for a change but is that a hypocritical thought Meh, i don't know because like two wrongs don't make a right yeah it's true but the same trope can be used in the the Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy Ghostbusters using Chris Hemsworth as a stupid secretary as yeah. opposed to like the dumb girl secretary in the right? previous like, ones yeah yeah it's like it's two birds one or it's it's two wrongs yeah. don't make it right although I loved the but, Ghostbusters with Kristen Wiig and although I know I everyone like Afterlife better and I can't wait for the next one so good yeah I love Paul Rudd in it and I love um the girl that plays in it I forget her name right now it's escaping me I used to know it um but she was brilliant in it. Mm. She's going to be a huge fucking star. I saw it on an airplane, so I don't remember most of it. I'll watch it again. I think it's, it's either on Netflix or Disney. I think it's when I went to Boston. I watched it on the airplane. Watch it again. It's really good. Yeah. So at this point, this is where she names his penis Princess Sophia. And uh, How about he's like, more masculine, like Spike or Butch or Crawl World <laughs> says it in that voice. <laughs> and she's like, Wait, what you Butch? And he's like, Spike. He's like, no, 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 before Spike. It's like, Butch, no, after Butch. Just like, Crawl Warrior, Warrior King. Just Crawl Warrior King wants to come out and play. Little big, little big. I don't know. We will see. Right? Like, if a girl, like, any girl that's like that, like, uh, do I want this girl touching my penis up? There were a few <laughs> moments in this movie where I had to awkwardly cringe. Right. Where I was just like, because mm. you know me and watching people being embarrassed. Right. I don't like it. Yeah, I feel, I get, like, secondhand embarrassed for people being embarrassed, so. But she wasn't embarrassed. That's the other thing. She's just like, this is what I'm doing. This is straight yeah. up what, so it's, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, but the whole distracting him with sex thing. Yes. What if he actually went for it? What would she have done? I don't like, know. I, mean, I would do a lot for my career that I care a lot about. But, but she was also... Someone would be probably a line I would not cross. She was also starting to like him, though, too, a bit at this oh, point. I, so, I like... I get that, but like, after most people sleep with each other after three dates, anyways. So, like, come on. I mean, that's true. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Just what if he went for it? Like, what if he did? Yeah. But then it would have been like their first time. Their actual first time in the in the movie is incredibly special, and I wouldn't want them to be robbed of that because it's really it's just nice. I don't know. I don't like it in the shower. Like yes, but we'll get to that. Um, I but the uh, yeah. So like the next. Um, the next scene is when she shows up at his work with the dog. Will yep. Krull. Yeah. Will Krull, the Chinese cross. You know, when Burberry was relevant, when right. it was like all the rage and everybody wanted to wear the plaid. And I'm just like, yeah. Just little little khaki family. Yeah, like it's just plaid guys. But and the dog, like, oh, I love dogs. This is like, on oh the uh, pool table. Oh, get him off my fucking pool table. Right. Like, especially not toilet trained. Come on, Andy, seriously. But that's the point <laughs> yeah exactly to annoy the fuck out of him and and then this is the point where he finds his inspiration for his uh delowers campaign because mm -hmm. on the dog he's got a collar and she's like oh it's just a little frosting oh, diamonds yeah he's like it's just so a little sparkling. frosting and he's like wait what did you say she's like frosting just a little frosting and so he walks so and he's like frost yourself and they're like what yeah and then and then i love when uh warren yells out the window 
And he's like, ladies, ladies of New York, frost yourselves. Hey, frost this. <laughs> Classic New that. York response. Frost and, then this. and then Benjamin Barry gets home from work that day to the dog and has 17 missed messages from Andy within like a five minute span. Oh my God. And I know that again, like you said, there's girls out there that are like this. I have never been one of them. I've never understood the whole like. Can't say I have. No. But oh my gosh, like I I don't blame why he would be annoyed with it. I was yeah. like, it's a little um, overkill. Yeah. So then she shows up at while he's listening to her messages. He gives yep. the dog beer. We give Zeus beer. Never. Zeus likes beer. Oh, okay. I, I mean, don't give him a whole bowl, but like just a tiny bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Our cat used to love to lick the edge of like beer bottles. Yeah. Or like whatever. I wouldn't let him do it to the cans, obviously, because he'd cut his tongue. Cut his tongue. But um. No, he doesn't because Aaron doesn't drink anymore. He's sober. So. Mm. Um, but I do think she went too far contacting his mother. I really think that's a red flag. I think that is a lie. Like I would have been like, I would have known right the fuck out. When you haven't met them at all at first or whatever. No, like. especially that. And then finding out later on, like when you, what you find out about him not bringing girlfriends home, like yeah. just complete, like you're so far from the line, the line is a dot to you. Like, yeah. no, it's, way far over the line don't like it's just awful like it was just wrong let them come to you with meeting family like that's yeah and contact but I love how he, it didn't phase him at first like his mom called he's like hey mom blah, blah. He goes, yeah she's right here and he goes why does my, my mom, mom want to talk to you right like she's right like i think it's like it was supposed to be meant i think as like a cute thing and also like a like a, an annoying girlfriend trope but I she also wanted fathom anyone feeling so entitled to that that they would actually do that. Yeah, because she wanted to find anyone. photos of him so that she could yeah. make their future family album with their Our weird family ass album. fucking <laughs> looking kids. Wife and their their Swedish adventures and yeah, they're attractive. Their kids are so oh, weird looking. Oh my god, yeah, like just totally like obviously before Photoshop was perfected. Right, <laughs> two thousand three guys. Not this so new like two thousand two. This, it yeah. came out in February of 03. So this was literally made and filmed in 2002. So, and like, yeah. this is before any of our AI feature stuff that we can do nowadays. I love the AI lenses and things. They're kind of cool. So then but like, yes. he's trying to get rid of her. Right. Yeah. So he says that he has to work and she's like, oh, I had tickets tonight. Genius ruse. Genius. Yeah. This Genius. is this, this is the day he finds the product in the, in the bathroom too. So like clearly we've so. already gone. Yes. Yeah. Cause I have the note here, future family album, yes. women's product in the bathroom. How did he, yes. like, it should have been a whole day. How did he not know that? Like you said, how did he not notice? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so tickets, he, great tickets. But right. yeah, like she's like, oh, I got tickets tonight. Like front row seats. You can smell the sweat. And where does she take him? Not the Knicks game, but Celine Dion, the greatest singer in the world. In the world. <laughs> And you hear the "My Heart Will Go On" song. Yeah, kind of playing he's got the, the pink shirt on. He's just seeing all the all the people like coming out of the Knicks game, and he's just like, "Motherfucker!" And no, this is during finals too. So this is like game game three, four, I think. three or four, I think. Yeah, because they went I think to game three. one. Game two was the one at his house. I think this was game three. Yeah. And then game four, I think, is the one after the party. The final game. Yeah. I know. Maybe that's maybe whatever might, anyway might be game five whatever the series goes to but play. i do want a basketball jersey they're so cute right. i'm not a basketball fan but the basketball jerseys are adorable and i want one right it just looks so adorable on kate hudson I, just, I don't know just they're adorable they're cute it's true there's a lot of time when people wear them um, like they're so cute 
Yeah. But um, I don't like basketball. And then, so that day, so at, like the next day, she's hanging out with her friends on the rooftop patio that I fucking want. I want a rooftop patio like that. I don't care. Like, I just, I want one. You have to live in the city for that though. Cause that's the top of their apartment. Um, I can have a rooftop patio, like in the country. It's fine. I'm just saying for theirs though, it was on top of their rooftop. It was, and, and, yes. and, so you won't have the same kind of view. Cause you won't be like hundreds of feet up. <laughs> that's true. But, but yeah, you could have a rooftop patio. Yes. But I want a rooftop patio. It looks fun. Um, but I love that her friends were like, um, you're letting him have a boys night. No, like but they do it every week, week. Before, before he met, met you. you so her friends are being just as like devious as she is too like her friends yes. are just as like well at her for one what's her friends what's that friend's name the, the brunette that said that okay it remember. starts with a j it starts with a j i know that um because they were named after michelle and the other friend were named after the authors of the book that this was based on or the yes. article it was based on yes i do remember reading that like Jeannie or something or Jeanette or but yeah so like Jeannie's just as malicious and I love it and I absolutely love yeah, this Jeannie. scene is it Jeannie no. I love this scene I love finding out that it was majorly improvised by Kate Hudson like I there's just nothing I hate about this scene it's she's so, so funny. funny she's hilarious she's so good and every time she kind of comes what? back around the screen to be like what am I doing or what do yeah, I do like next she's like she's just, just trying to think of what's next or whatever it's like right I feel like that was like a everyone like around 2003 oh. would make that little joke being like you let our love for that die was like everybody movie, would yeah. say yeah all the time let her love die and then this like, was her one with the matching dress and purse that I noted was it yeah she had like it was I like little say, circles almost I hope this part was improvised too because it was fucking hilarious the Kleenex scene. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Ooh, white, healthy boy. Yeah. And then that's when she finds the love fern. Uh, so yeah, I think I think boy. most of it was improvised, but the yeah. specific part where she like throws the plate. Throws the yeah, the guys didn't know about it. The guys it. had no idea, but the director did. So she yes. told the director, obviously, because he had to know that like, you know, whatever safety purposes in case she hits one of them or something in the unions or whatever. But they had no idea. So their surprises yeah. are like genuine. And you're just like, oh, that's just... You could tell they're just like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? Like, you whoa, just... whoa, calm down, calm down, whoa. Right? <laughs> Guys, it's celery and carrots. Calm down. Like, you're not right? sticks and stones. And fine. Cucumber, sa- cucumber sandwiches. And Come cucumber on. sandwiches. Like, way better than your greasy pizza, guys. Just like, right. I don't know. Totally that greasy kidding. pizza looked delicious. What are you honest. talking about? I would so rather pizza. Right? Yeah. Fuck your cucumber salad. Give me back uh, my greasy pizza. And yeah, then I and love then what- that. Thomas Lennon suggests like couples therapy, couples therapy, and I'll buy you like at least yeah. a couple days. Oh, but did you notice when when he chases her out to the elevator and she clo- the closes the door and blah, blah blah, and they're like, well, I guess it's over, and they're like, fine, fine or whatever. Did you know she was relieved at first? It was a split second, and then all of a sudden she's just like, huh, I'm feeling I'm, something I'm else. Could that him. be regret? I'm gonna miss like, him. Like, oh, you know? yeah. But his fucking escal- escalate down the the fire this, escape. Uh, the fire escape. Yeah, that was hot. That was, that was hot. pretty cool. It's pretty good. I would have jumped in right in there. I'm like, you fucking just parkour the shit out of that. Yeah, let's get to an alley right now. <laughs> just saying. But he didn't get to see it. She didn't get to see it though, because she was like walking out. No, that's true. But as as spectators of the movie, yes. Yes, we got to see it. And it was glorious. Yeah. 
Um, and then, so they do go to couples therapy. That was, that was another one of her famous lines that I remember is just like, I love you right now, Benny Boo Boo. But I don't have, but to, I like don't have to like you. And then she, she walks said, away I like, you. what did I say? She said, I love you. That was the point of the bet. Right. Just he saying. Realized it right he then. Won. <laughs> like five days in, he won. Right. Or no, it was four more days. So it was six days in. So they, because yeah. they had four more days and then they were like, couples therapy. Couples therapy. Yes, because I say here in the thing, she says that talks to her and she's like, after seven days, she's like, how long have you been together? And she's like, seven days. And yeah, so like, it would have been the next and day he's like, they had the appointment. Yeah, and then so it was funny because he's like, she's like, oh, that's like, the, and he's like, it's like a week. And she's like, did you hear that tone? That tone. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love, love that her friend is the therapist. Yes, Michelle. Catherine they Hahn. played Kate Hudson and Catherine Hahn played really well off of each other in this oh, scene, I think. They're so I good. love the glasses. <laughs> Yes, the big glasses she's got. And her and white like, kind of shirt she's yes. got. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she like totally like played the part and actually charged him money. Like she made Although he does like once he sees her later, he's like, You owe me three hundred bucks. <laughs> and I'm sure yeah, once they're like really once she's actually dating her friend, you know, they'll figure that shit or- out. But like, you know. <laughs> I love how he was defending himself when they were referring to him as like possibly being gay. And he's just like, Hey, I like women. That's just what happened. And that's just the most sincere way of describing it. Right. Of like, no, that's not the way. No, no. I like women the way I'm supposed to nothing misogynistic in that way or homophobic in that way. It was, I just like women. It's the way it happened. It is what like, it is. Like, how I'm it is, sorry, like everybody know? and who they happen to fall in love with. I just, yeah. I don't know. In hindsight, I thought I, that was a really nice line. Right. I hate for that one. Um, the uh and then so the therapist suggests to go to staten island yeah because you want to meet my mother we can go spend the weekend in staten island and then she's like do you want to do that andy the face she's like i think that's a great idea andy and she's like don't make me because this is something that me and kevin have talked about because we were watching king of queens for a while and carrie was like they live in queens which is to us outside of new york it's all fucking new york city queens yeah. is basically part of new york city but to them they're like oh manhattan is like so far away i've got to take the subway to manhattan and it's like it's probably what like a five ten minute or like a 10 15 minute subway ride which no offense getting from kitchen waterloo so it was just i find it funny that new yorkers seem to be like bougie as like oh we can't staten island because her face like i don't want to go to staten island so it's like they're too bougie to go to like staten I island or sometimes think it was she didn't want to go to staten island i think it was she didn't want to meet his family because it's been a week oh that's maybe. what that face was for she didn't want she to already talk to the mom so like how is yes, that but you also have say? to keep in mind this is for her job and she didn't necessarily want to neg- negatively affect his family like if i were in her position i'd be thinking well motherfuck, what if his parents and his family love me and then i fucking break his heart in three days like Which it's right does get like, said when he's in staten island the mom yes. goes up to him and she's like don't you break his heart now yeah and she's like and she really hugged her but we're getting right. ahead of ourselves so they go to staten island on his motorcycle. Love that. Yeah. So cute. And I love, I literally love everything that happens in Staten Island. From the time they get there and they walk in the house and her mom, and his mom greets her and he takes the baby and the kids are running around and they go. And then all they hear is bullshit from outside, bullshit. which is hilarious. Love, <laughs> love playing that game. But yes, how the family is just so like welcoming of her. Yes. Yeah. And I still, however many times I see it, Whenever her mom is like, oh, and she goes something about how you treat all his other girlfriends like this. She goes, other girlfriends, honey, what are you talking about? You're the first girlfriend he brought home. 
Yeah. I feel that. And I tear up. I get, they don't drop, but I get misty eyed every time I watch it. And I see that scene every time. And the part and the scene in the bathroom where she's like, your mom really hugged me. I get yeah. teary eyed during that too. Cause I'm just like, I know how that feels. Like it's fantastic. It's a good feeling. Right. And I love everything about this. And then can we please talk about the, the bike scene where good old Keith Urban, someone like you starts playing. Are you allowed to ride your motorcycle on the boardwalk? I'm not thinking very much so. I, I don't think, think that's a thing. I think that was just special to them. Yeah. And her I failure to drive the bike. I'm not saying I'd be better, but just like they're her, her trying to bright. Like it is cute of her. Like they're trying. He's yeah, trying to show I have her. No hand like, coordination. I would the gas, the brake, the clutch. Like I, nope. How about you just get in front of me and you fucking drive? I'm right. Good. I'll just yeah, sit on the back and be pretty. Yeah, exactly. And then I guess they're eating some like oh. ice cream or snow cones. Took Did it for a grape it? snow cone, dropped yeah. her off early, but I didn't go home. Anyway, so they have snow cones. Hers was and red. And then she they had cherry. cherry, but they but basically you know get hit by some water cheese? in a puddle. And then yeah. they're like, oh, well, it was their fault for stopping next to a giant fucking puddle on a busy road. Right. Do that. Come on, um, guys. But did you notice her jeans? Do you remember the very short-lived fashion trend of folding your waistband down? I noticed that when she got home. I didn't notice that in that scene. I know I have that noted for when she got back to New York and she was standing there and he's like, the last game I've got tickets. And I noticed she has that there. And I, but I did make note about that. Uh, I still see it when I go to, whenever I go to the beach, I still see it. Girls do it with their freaking jean, jean shorts all the time at the beach. That's fair because I think that has more to do with not wanting the different tan line. Because if you're wearing your shorts, at least for me, what I do is like, I'll fold down my waistband because I want my waistband to be the same level of as my, my bikini bottom. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that odd tan line where I'm tanned here and then I get it covered up and then I get burned and then I have those two weird tan lines. Yeah, That's what like, I do. With. The girls who are like walking from store to store, like, you know, when they're on the beach, they don't wear their shorts, but then when they go to the stores, they put their shorts back on and they just leave the zippers wide yeah. open. And well, it's, because, um, it's, it still happens. It's, I, I understand it was a trend. Some stores then, you have happens. to be wearing more than just a bathing suit. Not all of them, but some of them. Not in beach towns. Not in a Sega, no. But, well, but, yeah, okay. Well, most beach towns, I guess. Yeah, because they know that everyone's coming from the beach in their bathing suits. Like, well, yeah. huh. but yes, I did. I did note it. I did have a note there. And then, so yeah, they basically because they're all dirty, they have to go back to his house and uh, go have a shower. And then this is where they get it on. Um. So when in the scene where she gets all sad, and this is where she tells him that like her mom, when his mom hugged her, she really hugged her, and everything like that. And I, I when he tells her to smile. And she just the. That's what I do when men tell me to smile more. Yeah, because they still even not even though I'm not a retail people have fucking work say it. And when and I'm getting tired of like having the response with like no fuck off like I don't need to smile stop fucking telling me how to smile. And then they get all offended when you're like you're being misogynistic. They get offended by that. So fuck don't want to deal with that. So whatever they're just like no you'd be happy be about better or like it'd be better if you smile more. Hey why don't you smile more? I'm like. I don't want to. And then they're just like okay yeah fuck you mind your business my face my face i get to do what i want with it. <laughs> i like my men quiet thanks <laughs> and then so basically at this point he drops her off back home tells her that he's got tickets for the last knicks game mm-hmm. which is after the party oh there's you know after the party not before after the party so then the party happens can i just back one second okay 
went to the bathroom scene again. I just, I need to comment on like her facial expressions again, like and the emotions that she's feeling where she's like, could you imagine what she's going through right now? She is falling in love with this guy, knowing she has to break his heart in like two days. Like, can you imagine? Like his mom hugged her. Like this is why she didn't want to go to Staten Island because yeah. like, she had to fucking break his heart. And, and the fact knowing now that she was the only girlfriend he's ever brought home to meet his family. But then that's here's on the other side of that. 30s. Like that's, why does why does she have to end up breaking up with them like i get it's for an article but you can still write the article based on like what has happened so far and then to say at the end like that it didn't you know worked out it's an article no one fucking really gives a shit she still could have technically like told him like right before the party been like okay i'm actually doing on the 10th 9th or 10th they've been like i'm doing this article I'm supposed to end in 10 days but i've actually fallen for you so i'm going to re because she rewrites the article anyways based on her feelings for ben or whatever because it's not the original how-to article because lana's like oh this proves to me that you know so like why couldn't she have been i know I, because i know the answer then there would be no movie yada 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 but why couldn't she have said like on day 10 like okay this was all for an article but i'm falling for you and i don't actually want this to end i want to see where this goes because forever. That also would have been a good opening for him to come clean to her because they, they're bad at each other for doing exactly the same thing they did to each other. Which I made that note too as well. Yeah. Like, it's like you and, used me to get ahead in your work. And it's yeah. like, but girl, you literally you did the same did. thing. You both did. But getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. They go to the Delauer party. She's wearing a beautiful canary yellow dress with- Which was designed nothing by Carolina, it. Carolina Herrera. Nothing. nothing nothing satin sticks like, to everything or whatever silk or satin it sticks to even, everything not a even thong. like not even pasty it's you'd be able to see the waistband of a thong yeah not that like there's she's not wearing a goddamn thing under that but she looks great and i love yeah. the simplicity of her hair it's yes. not overdone i love it. it is a carolina herrera dress yes and then later as she's at the party they get to all frost themselves and then she wears I would have made yeah. the same face I get to wear those yep so then the necklace yep. she wears is a Harry Winston 80 carat six million dollar I guess at the time the movie it's a 24 no he said 84 oh okay he says I it's 84 carat but no 84 makes more sense because it's yeah. so expensive huge and it's ginormous yeah. yeah so and then Beautiful. it was named Isadora after the Isadora Duncan and then Lana's tiara is also made of real diamonds in total, Kate Hudson is wearing $5.405 million worth of jewelry. Her earrings are $125,000 that she also got at the party. Yes. But they didn't ask for back when they got the necklace. Yes, I did see that one as well, which was funny. Is I was that? like, ha. Continuity, continuity well, I mean, like, the, uh, earrings are your least of your concern when you're worrying about this, like, 80 carat fucking $5 diamond necklace. necklace. Yes. But it's still one hundred twenty-five thousand fucking dollars. It is, but yeah. So apparently there was an estimated, yeah, there's an estimated fourteen point two million dollars worth of jewels that was lent to the film mm -hmm. for this. Fourteen point two million back in two thousand and three as well, guys. Like that was way different than it is now. In the movie, it says that Mister Delauer owns or has controlled 80%? 70 percent of the 80. world's diamonds how does one person own that much 
it's fucking gross. Tax the rich. You'd be surprised at what a lot of okay, so what uh, was the companies total? all own together. 14.2 million. 14.2 million. I'm going to see what it is in today's dollars. Million. And can I just say like Mrs. DeLauer is basically a predator. Yes. Can we, can yes. we talk about yes, this fact? Like, like she just, she's all over Matthew McConaughey and a bunch of the other people. And it just, any other person like acted like that they'd be like whoa predator right exactly so 14.2 million dollars in 2003 in today's dollars 19 million 331,809 oh wait that's Canadian why I asked us okay um yeah no I even like re-googled it and so basically like 20 million worth of diamonds it says one dollar no that's why can't I find out? Why why wouldn't Google Google? You're failing me. It happens sometimes. Oh, Google's sad face. Oh, I found a different thing. Ooh, I might be able to find it. I also find it funny how like when they the way that they find like that the way that each of them finds out like as soon as he like when he was talking to Lon and he's like, oh, I'm trying to get over to that beautiful lady in the yellow there, and she's like, Andy, that's my resident my resident how to girl. And it's like, shouldn't you have realized when he said he's trying to get to Andy that that's probably Ben that he would she would have gone to the event with him? She's an idiot. I have a note about that in a second. So it's actually worth twenty two million five hundred eighty eight thousand eight hundred four dollars and thirty cents. Wow. So it has increased almost ten million dollars of its original value. Yeah. Um. Yes, Lana. Fucking Lana. Right, right there. Fucking Lana. Yeah, I have in my notes right there. Oh, and that's where she said it too. She said the name of the movie again. Um, but I also found it really cliche that they found out about each other at the exact same time. Right. Coincidence? I'm so shocked. And like the fact that the Judys obviously started it with the Andy finding out. Obviously, yes. Ben's was like a natural, actual, yeah. like organic finding out. But when Andy found out, it was like the Judys were orchestrating the whole damn yes. thing to go to the guys and like, oh, we're going to go tell that they didn't win or whatever. He cheated and she okay. did the whole time. So Mr. Warren goes over to, to introduce himself to Andy. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's just like, yes, you are in love with him. And she's like, don't tell Ben, please don't tell Ben. Because she even she didn't know she was in love with him and she figured it out by talking to Warren. Yeah. And but could you imagine what would have happened if the Judys never conspired that? Right. And Ben fa- still found out. Like, how would that have gone down? Well, how? Yeah, because she would have never happen? found out, but he would have yeah. still found out, and like, yeah, it would have been a way different conversation for sure. Yeah, but and then I they mean, go, they go they up need on the stage. climax, right? They need the climax of the movie. They go on stage with Martin Hamlish and start singing "You're So Lovely." Um, and then I love Adam Goldberg's characters like tone deaf and drunk is not a good combination never. <laughs> um, but their performance definitely is legendary yes I love like, that performance fucking legendary love it's it. fantastic and that song is amazing did you, okay did you see when when um they introduced the piano player or whatever and then they introduced her thing, yeah they thanked uh, Mr. and Mrs. DeLauer for being there and the spotlight went on and then Mrs. DeLauer was fawning all over Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. or whatever. Did you see the look on Mr. DeLauer's face? So such a total predator. Like literally, like it's almost like, seriously, woman, keep it in your fucking pants until we get home. Oh, that's what like, happens. What is is with, like you're embarrassing happens, me. Like 
Because what happens with the rich people, they're not happy, but guess what? They have to keep their maintaining and lifestyle. So, you know. Rich people. Yeah, on my last page notes. Please, we're almost done. We are. Um, so yeah, they're basically at this point mad oh, at each other. What do you think Mrs. Delauer is? What do you think Mrs. Delauer is on? Like she legit seems like she she's on something. Well, she's rich, so she's probably like, just got some prescription medication or something that's making her like yeah, like something. Oh yeah, in. You know yeah. the, the the rich housewife concoction. Cocktail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So at this point, yeah, like I said, they're basically mad at each other. They've both found out what has happened and how they were both a bet to each other and trying to get ahead at work. And so she runs out after her, you're so vain. And then they're like, oh no, he's running away. And he's like, he's Adora. So they need to go and chase after her and get the, uh, she's wearing the Isadora diamonds. And then, so they go (laughs) outside and they're arguing and yelling and then they get the diamond back. But she, like I said earlier, she's not deserve that. She's mad basically that, you know, like she said, you use me to get ahead in your work, but like I said, you're, she did the same thing. Don't understand why she's quite mad at this. So then, then she's like, you know what, Ben, you can't lose something that you never had. Yep. Famous so, line also. And this oh, is also sure. a part where they say the title of the movie again. He I mean, says it. Wanna, oh yeah. You wanted to lose yeah. a guy in 10 days. Well, guess what? You just lost him. Yeah. Or he's like, you want to know how to lose a guy in 10 days. Cause he actually had to say like the whole title, right? Not just oh, okay. that you did. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a really good climactic thing. And it didn't last very long. Normally climactic parts of movies are generally drawn out, especially in rom-coms. I find that's why I'm not huge on rom-coms anymore. Um, but yeah, so then they show up like on the next day or whatever, and they show she's at work the dog and he's taking care of the dog. And it's like, well, he kept the dog. So yay. The next Um, day she goes and talks to Lana and quits. Basically Lana's like, oh, you can do whatever you want now, because after this article, I can see that you've got potential. She's like, so I can write about politics and I can write about the things that that she wanted to do. She's like, it's more like a light breeze. And then she realized she's not going to be able to do any of the things she wanted to write about. So she basically quits her job after this like promotion and leaves and then tries and then she finds uh, has an interview in Washington or something but she like I said after this she goes back to so that night is supposed to be the game that they didn't go to because they're yeah. no longer together mm-hmm. so she's at uh, her friend's house yep. yeah so she's at her friend's food. house they order Chinese food and they're watching the game together but it's not Chinese food no, Mike shows up and they're just adorable. I love this little interaction they have. And he's just like, you know, the perfume you sprayed on my on my pillow. Well, it's not there anymore. Like anymore. And I miss it. No. And I just that's so cute. And I love that she stood up for herself. That she's just like, I'm not sure you can have it back. And but I'm willing to consider it. And then it was Makeout City. Yeah. So and the other thing I noted is that like you guys not going to the game that throws away so much money on those tickets. He better have like resold them to a friend or something. I also had a thought. What if one of them actually did go to the game and expected to see the other one there to reconcile or something? Or like if I was her, I'd been like, well, he's not gonna go because he's not gonna want to see me. So I will go. But then he might have the same thought. You might end up there together anyway. But which would have made for a different ending of the movie. It could have still worked. It just would have made for a different ending of the movie. Because it could Resolution. have involved cam. Right? Yeah. Because basically after this point, um, her article comes out yeah. and uh, Adam Goldberg's character- And his commercial comes out. It. Well, he's filming the commercial. Yeah. Oh, they're right. They're filming it as he hands him the And Adam article. Goldberg hands him the article and says, you know, you might want to read this. So he reads it, which is funny. There's a format continuity on the article when Adam Goldberg has say, it. Yeah. I know it's I have just like regular. 
Yeah. Because it was all blue writing when Adam has it. And then when he hands it to Ben, it's, it's like a big, big heart, red heart that's broken and it's got like yeah. some red font and it's just a completely different article. So then he's like, oh, I'm, I need to find her. And then they find out she's got an interview in Washington. She's leaving today. He tries to, he goes to the office and runs into the girls, Jeannie. Holy and- crap. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you owe me $300. Yeah. You're um, our therapist. And then, yeah, so she goes, she wants to go to this and he's like, she's like, I want to go there and write about stuff I like. And he's like, no, you can do that here. Like, why are you leaving? Like, when he's like, he's like, you're running away. He goes to her apartment. He leaves the office and he goes to her apartment and sees her getting into a cab and he's at a red light. So he can't run it and go to her. Her like cab has distinctive numbers on it. Five, Mm -hmm. five, Y, three, two. It's on the top. It's on the license plate, which I didn't know they were the same, by the way. I thought like you had just like a normal license plate for a taxi cab or whatever. And then you had like the numbers on the top of the car. Yeah. I had no idea. They're both exactly the same. I said, so why are you like driving really close to other cabs, probably freaking other passengers out and cab drivers trying to find her when you could have just looked at the fucking numbers on the top of the car? Like not that smart in that moment of chasing. And it's against a lot of stop on a bridge in New York, by the way. Right. For any reason, any reason. A law. Against well, law. He did say I'm on a bridge. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, will you like an ashtray or something I could like throw up in? Back when I like, guess when cars still had ashtrays, when did that stop happening? Right. I was like, I thought it was way before that. <laughs> uh, me too. I feel like it was like definitely the 90s thing, but yeah, I, was, I thought it like, was so unsafe to like, drive. Or something. So unsafe to drive down the highways. With, and then it's funny. It was also the days yeah. when we had like wads of cash that we could just hand to someone when he's like, take her luggage back yeah. to the house. Yeah. She'll have other but means home. When he tells her that like he can write anywhere. Yeah, he's not wrong, but she still should go to the interview. And then come back, right? Like, but then she if she gets it, interview. but then if she gets it, then they've got to figure out that whole situation because he's going to be based in New York. So, yeah. But if she can, if she's writing for magazines, you can basically write for from anywhere. But this is 2003. We're not talking about like where everybody's working from home now, and everybody like, didn't have laptops like they do now. Yeah, it wasn't the same. Internet was still kind wi-fi was not i think we were still on dsl in 2003 yes that was just coming out i think like i don't think we had like cable internet until oh fuck probably like oh four or five but my family is a little bit behind so yeah in the technology era but we were pretty ahead so So (laughs) we had internet pretty early Maybe I am thinking of it from more of a 2023 perspective than a 2003 perspective. But even still, like we didn't have, like it wasn't easy to do work. Well, you know, we were at the, we were working from home at the playground inspection company in 2005, 2006 era. Like it's not like we were easily yeah, able to have laptops and things like, like it wasn't in. Yeah. We had to bring all our equipment home and shit. And yeah, like that's what I mean. Like, it's not like it is now where you can easily just pick up something and go and whatever. Like if you wanted to, Yeah. So then they make up and he automatically assumes that she's going to forgive him. So he gives the cabbie driver money to take her shit back. She's got alternative transportation. Yeah. And he's like, Benny, I brought boo, someone. Boo, 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 boo. It's our love burn. Oh, Benny. Boo, 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 boo. Yeah. Boo. Boo, boo. <laughs> boo, boo. credits. Roll credits. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I I've always loved how much I like this movie. I've always loved this movie. Yeah. It's so good. But I guess that concludes our conversation about how to lose a guy, a guy in 10 days. days. So let us know. Did you like the movie? Have you seen this movie? Is it a, the, a man rom-com as they, Lindy described it? Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah. What did they call it? What does it say on the screen? Is it the ultimate chick flick for guys? Yes. Let us know, men. Have some it. of you guys watched Entertaining it? Entertaining battle of the sexes. A fabulously fresh 
and totally entertaining battle of the sexes. I love this movie, and so will you. All right, there and then they say it in French. <laughs> then they say it all in French. Because <laughs> we're in Canada. <laughs> Yay. So oh. I guess on that note, that is another episode for us. Um, yeah, you can catch us like all the normal places, you know. We have a bumper now. We don't have to go through this. Oh, yes, I forgot. We Remember? did do that. I know. Just say goodbye and say goodbye and we're out. It was two years, okay? Like there was a long time. I know. It's a it muscle so memory thing. Your mouth just says it. Oh, it doesn't. My mouth just keeps going to it. it. So on that note, guys, we will catch you on the next episode, I guess. Uh, bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Turn of the Millennials. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcast and at our website at millennialspod.com. Join us on our next episode. And remember, on Wednesdays, we wear pink. We out.